And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dunk, your NBA podcast that catches you up on all the action going on around the league. As always, I'm your host, Thomas Brimer, joined by my man, Sam Ressler. Today, we're here to talk the end of the James Harden drama as the Rockets ship him off to Brooklyn. Let's jump into the action. All right, Sam. So yesterday, blockbuster trade went down in the NBA, uh, one of the biggest we've seen in a while at least probably since uh, all the quarantine and COVID drama. So here's a rundown real quick. The Nets got James Harden from the Rockets in a 2024 second round pick from the Cavs. They sent out uh, Jarrett Allen and Tarion Prince and rights to Alexander Vizinkov to the Cavs. And then to the Rockets, they sent Karis LeVert, Radians Kurix, Three first-round picks, that's 2012, 2024, and 2026, and four first-round pick swaps, 2021, 2023, 2025, and 2027 to the Rockets. So big haul leaving Brooklyn. The Rockets picked up Karis LeVert, uh, Rodians Kurix, as we mentioned, three first-round picks, 2022, 24, 26, and four first-round pick swaps from the Nets. And additionally, they picked up Dante Exum and a 2022 first-round pick from the Cavs. Uh, In order to get that, of course, they traded James Harden to the Nets. The Cavs picked up Jared Allen, Tarion Prince, and rights to Alexander Vizinkov from the Nets. And in order to get that, they sent out Dante Exum and a 2022 first-round pick to Houston. And that's the pick that they had acquired from Milwaukee. And then they also sent out a 2024 second round pick to Brooklyn. So a lot to dive into, a lot to discuss. And don't forget that the Rockets turned around and traded Karis LeVert to the Pacers for uh, Victor Oladipo. So a lot of moves going around the NBA day today. Sam, let's break it down. All right, Sam. So a lot going on with this trade. A lot of moving parts, a lot of big names being traded. Uh, What's your first reaction to, to all this going on with uh, superstars being moved and Harden finally getting his request and getting out of Houston? What's your, what's your first reaction, Sam? So I want to start out by saying that I I predicted that James Harden would finish the season in Houston, the regular season in Houston, that is, and that will happen because the Nets play their final game of the season in Houston. So I just wanted to take full – a claim to fame on that prediction. But anyways, to answer your question, I I think the uh, it, it's crazy. Now, is it crazy that Harden got traded? Absolutely not. Everyone expected at some point he'd be gone. Um, I think it was huge um, for the, the Rockets. I believe um, that team just got a whole lot better. Now, the Nets, I don't know. I feel like they have two superstars on their team and two ball hogs. So, We'll see how the Nets do, but I feel like the, it was a win, huge win for the Rockets now having Oladipo and John Wall on that team alongside um, Gordon and the uh, House and um, 
Christian yeah, Wood. That, Christian Wood's Christian been Wood. playing really well. Yep. Christian Wood. That, I mean, that team, new coach, I feel like, you know, like you said earlier, there's no more cancer in the lock, in the Rockets locker room. And, uh, you know, they got some draft picks. So we'll see. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think my first reaction was, wow. I was shocked. Like you said, not in the fact that James Harden was traded, just more in the fact that you're always going to be surprised when there's a blockbuster trade. And then they also involve the Pacers and the Cavs. So a lot going on, you know, that's an eighth of the teams uh, around the league. But then, you know, you, you look what the, the Rockets did. Uh, the, I think they're still competitive. Um, get in Victor Oladipo and Christian Wood and John Wall. It's just a lot of new faces in town that may take some time to gel together and uh, fi- find how everybody's going to fit in. Now, on the other hand, uh, you got the Nets now who are going to struggle to play defense, if you're asking me personally, you know. And then on top of that, they're dealing with a first-year coach and Steve Nash and Kyrie Irving, who has gone dormant on the Nets and continues to abide by his own agenda and pick and choose when he plays. Um so, so, so let's start with the Nets, Sam. What, what are your thoughts here? Uh, do, do you think this improves the Nets? Do you think they're now the odds? Uh, Vegas odds have them the second best team to win the finals, only behind the Lakers, and the highest odds to come out of the East. So, what, what are your thoughts? Do you think that this trade makes the Nets a powerhouse and a force to be reckoned with in the East? I think that uh, the Nets need to learn how to play defense. You hit it. You hit the nail on the head right there. Um, I wish the Raptors played the Nets tonight because we might actually win a game. But um, when it comes to defense, but I think the Nets are still a good team. They got so much talent. They have a good coach. I almost feel like it's going to take Steve Nash a little while to to build a program of just knowing how to actually be a good coach. Uh, just because he has, you know, Durant, Harden, and Kyrie Irving and those guys and his team. I don't know if that we, – we said this before. I don't know if that makes him like a really, really good coach or just having good players. Now, I think right now the Nets are struggling. I think they're going to try to get into a groove um, and try to – it's almost like a fresh start. Even though your record's still there, it's almost like, okay, we uh, – it's going to feel like a fresh start for Harden. Uh, but I think – down the stretch, if they're in the playoffs, I feel like they're a very dangerous team. But I think it's going to, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of questions asked. Do they fit together? Uh, I know when they, when Durant and Harden played together in Oklahoma City, they had some good chemistry, but Harden also came off the bench. Now Harden wants to be the guy. And I feel like anytime they lose a game and the more they lose, the more frustration that's going to be built in Brooklyn. So we shall see. But what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I think we will find out how good of a coach Steve Nash is this year, only because, you know, you got Kyrie handling the ball, who likes the ball in his hands. Then you got KD, who's just a scorer and a, a walking Mr. Bucket, right? But then not only are you reshuffling the chemistry that you, the little chemistry that you had built, you're also bringing in a guy who's been cancer everywhere he's been almost at least the past, what, seven years in Houston? And then on top of that, the style of play that he prefers is the ball in his hands at all time. And so if you're Steve Nash, 
how do you keep everybody happy, right? What, what is your offense looking like? Are are you just rolling, taking turns on the ISO? Are you going to let Kyrie be the uh, predominant, or I'm sorry, dominant ball handler and distribute to the other two guys? Are you going to let Harden just play ISO ball like the Rockets allowed him to do? Or is somebody going to come off the bench? So we kind of got a three-headed monster right here with the Nets with Kyrie, Harden, and KD. So who do you see playing third fiddle, Sam? Who do you think is going to be the third man? Uh, obviously, they're all three all-NBA talent level. But who who's going to be the third man? Who's going to – is? Are any of them willing to be the third man? And if so, who do you think it might be? I think over time, and I may get a lot of people, maybe even you, disagree with me. But, uh, you know, that's that's what makes the show fun. I think over time, James Harden's going to be that third guy. I just feel like, you know, they might start winning and do things here and there. And then late in the games, if like, say, if Durant misses a shot to win the game, you're going to have, you know, Harden complain or vice versa. Harden misses a shot. Durant's going to, I mean, you're just going to, there's going to be five arguments in the locker room, kind of like Chris Paul and Kevin Durant. I mean, Chris Paul and uh, Harden had, and just a lot of, uh, you know, disrespect uh, if they start losing more and more. And there's, there's going to be, like you said, there's going to be an odd player out at some point. And I almost feel like, Harden almost has that mindset right now that he's going to a good team. But like you said, he wants to always have the ball in his hands. And I think Kevin Durant might be the best scorer in the NBA. And so I think they can either be one of the the best uh, trios ever if everything falls into place, or it could also be really bad. And I almost think it's more likely to be bad than good just from the kind of player James Harden is. And like you said, cancer everywhere he's been the last seven years, or at least in the last seven years. So I almost think, in my opinion, it'll be James Harden, um, specifically if uh, guys that are on the Nets right now you know, we're like, well, I don't, he doesn't pass the ball to me. So I don't want to be in the, I don't want to play with him or, you know, I'm not going to pass it to him, but Kevin will find me open. So I just, I think to answer your question, James Harden's the third guy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's interesting. Uh, Harden being the third wheel. So you think he's willing to, he will be willing to coming into the new team or you think it'll almost be forced upon him uh, being the kind of the, the last man in the oddball out, you know, which one of those do you think it's more so? I think he's the, I guess a better way to put it, he's the least likely player to share the ball. He's the least likely player to get everyone involved. So basically he'll, he'll get pushed uh, into the, out of the, those three guys, he's pushed third in line and Durant's the leader. And then he gives it to Kyrie and then there's Harden. So it's like, if you can only have two guys on your team, out of those three, it would be Kyrie and Kevin Durant, if that makes sense. I just think he's gonna be—he's gonna cause issues, hogging the ball, and you know they're gonna argue. And and uh, like Kyrie and Kevin have already built something, and they—they uh, they have five. Hello, Sam. You might have cut off. Um, so it looks like we might be having some technical difficulties, but. That will be something to keep an eye on. 
uh, is who will be the third wheel, who will play third fiddle um, coming back. It looks like Sam might have been able to reconnect. Sam, are, are you back with us? Yeah, I'm back. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Stuff yeah. happens, Issues. man. Yeah, man. Um, so, so let's move on to the Rockets, right? So they ship off James Harden, but they get a whole load back. Four first-rounders, uh, rights to four pick swaps, and then they also flipped Karis LeVert and traded him for Victor Oladipo with the Pacers. So, uh, I mean, obviously the – the talent-wise, Victor Oladipo is not James Harden. But how do you see this affecting the Rockets? So I think this is huge, and uh, I'll tell you why. I think this adds to um, – oh, to me, Oladipo plays good defense. He's a good scorer. It adds to that core of – one, it gets rid of cancer on the team. And two, it almost it almost feels like uh, like when you have seniors graduating from a college football team or basketball team, and now you have the new guy step up. It's almost like you have a whole new team, in my opinion, because Westbrook's gone, Harden's gone, um, and you have a few new guys. Like even House is still kind of young, and um, and so I feel like this will be huge, even if the Rockets. And I'm still saying it. The Rockets, I still think, will finish last in the West. And I think some of that may be just because of new – You mean in the East? Law. Oh, in oh, yeah, the yeah, West. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. In the West. You're right. <laughs> and in the you – know, the Raptors are going to finish last in the East. Um, I think this will be huge for them because of raw experience. And so I, I think it's huge for the Rockets. Um, now – what are your thoughts, Thomas? Yeah, they get a, you know, in Victor Oladipo, like you said, they get a great wing defender. Um, and then it will allow some of their younger guys, especially Christian Wood, who's been playing extremely well. It will allow him to get the touches that he demands and that he should be getting as he has been playing extremely well. Um, now, to me, the biggest question is, do you – blow the whole thing up kind of like OKC did and try and get some more draft picks and rebuild completely? Or do you use those draft picks to get some pieces and, you know, uh, maybe make another push at a championship, maybe sign a free agent in the next couple of years. Um, So we'll see, we'll see what the Rockets, which direction they choose to to go. Um, I think at least personally, I always knew there was no chance that Harden was going to go to the 76ers uh, you know, with Daryl Morey, their former GM, going to the 76ers, you just knew that uh, Fertitta, Tillman Fertitta, was not going to allow Harden to go back to Daryl Morey. Um, I'm so glad he didn't go to the Raptors. I'll tell you that. Like, if there's anything I'm happy about, he is not a Raptor. That's true. That's true. Harden is uh, Canada's Harden free still. Um, so let's let's. Talk winners and losers of the trade, Sam. Um, who do you think the biggest loser of the trade is? Oh, man. Um, I would say it's, it's tough. I would almost say Cleveland. I mean, nothing against Jared Allen and the other dude. But 
to me, he was really good on the nets. He was a good inside defender and a nice, you know, he had good inside game. But to me, Lavert is really good. He he played really well, and he almost carried the Nets in the playoffs last year against the Raptors in that first round, even though it was a sweep. And it's unfortunate that he's getting traded, uh, even though he's going in Indiana. Um, I feel like the biggest losers were probably the the Cavaliers. I mean, I know that they may have a good season and all that, but um, who did Cleveland get rid of again? I, please remind me. So they traded um, one pick. Um, they traded a first round pick to to uh, Houston, and then I think the other person they traded was Dante Exum. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, let's see. Let's see. The Cavs got rid of yeah Dante Exum and a 2024 first round pick. I, I see personally, I don't see Cleveland as a loser on this one. I think. Jared Allen is a great rim protector that can learn uh, a little bit under Andre Drummond. And then they got another nice piece in Tarion Prince. If nothing else, a nice piece to come off the bench. I mean, they did get a vote, but first rounder. So that's, that's never, you know, yeah. um, so I, yeah, guess, yeah. I guess they could be a loser. Um, to me, the biggest loser is Steve Nash. I mean, wow. Yeah. He gains a lot of talent, but it's three players who have had locker room drama. And I've said this from the beginning of the season. I think Steve Nash's main job is going to be to get everybody to mesh. And, uh, you know, they're already having problems with Kyrie sitting out games. So I think the biggest loser is Steve Nash having to figure out how these three guys are going to play together and fit and who's going to get what looks and who's going to run the place, who's going to be the main ball handler. Uh, So it's definitely something to keep an eye on you know, as Nash in his first year. So let's flip it over to the biggest winner. Um, who do you think the biggest winner out of all this, Sam? I think the Rockets are the biggest winner. Um, just getting a lot of, uh, you know, fresh, even though it may be raw talent that a lot of people may not know about. Um, I feel like adding Oladipo to John Wall, who's in his first season in Houston, uh, you know, we're only like a month in the season and uh, having John Wall and Oladipo side by side, I think it's going to be huge. It's, you know, both those guys change the scenery. Uh, neither had that much success, like deep success on their teams, their former teams. And so I think it, it'll be change the scenery for them. Um, you know, like you said earlier, uh, it got rid of Harden. Um uh, which was cancer in the locker room. So I think you also mentioned at one point today that the the biggest winners are the the Rockets players because it it frees up that mentality of okay we can we got that drama out of the way now we can actually play. And so I think biggest winners are the Houston Rockets. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean they get a huge huge draft haul, and then on top of that, uh, they get Oladipo. But, yeah, I really think the biggest winner are the Rockets players, right? Because you see the comments that John Wall made and DeMarcus Cousins made. Uh, John Wall saying, you know, how are you giving up? We're nine games into the season and you're ready to jump ship. They were frustrated. They were tired of hearing about it. Uh, you know, they go to their post-game interviews and all they get asked about is James Hart. You know, that's that's not fun. Um John Wall's been playing pretty well, and they don't want to. The reporters weren't even trying to talk to him about, you know, how he's feeling, his return. They just want to know what's going on with Hart. And so, and then Demarcus Cousin comes on, 
and says, you know, there was drama way before Harden said that our, we didn't have enough talent for him, you know? So obviously there had been some tensions uh, starting when Harden didn't even show up for training camp. So yeah, between freeing the team of a dramatic burden and adding a bunch of picks, I mean, you know, three or four days ago, we were on here saying we we both thought Harden would end the season in Houston, and he still is. Uh, you know, he will end the season in Houston, but not as a Rocket. So interesting to see. Um, the team is very relying on their backcourt now in the Nets with uh, Kyrie, Harden, and KD. And it's kind of question marks after that. You know, they have DeAndre Jordan who can man the inside and doesn't really require a lot of shots. But, uh, yeah. Oh, so breaking news coming in. It looks like Urban Meyer has been uh, hired for the Jacksonville Jaguars. What are your thoughts on that, Sam? Interesting interesting hire. Um, you know, recently the, the rumors were he was coming to Austin to be the Longhorns coach and then – you know, all the UT fans that I know here are like, yeah, we got Urban. We got Urban. Uh, stink for Herman, hire Urban was their phrase. And uh, turns out he didn't come to Austin. And so I think uh, huge, huge interesting hire. We'll see how he does in the NFL. Uh, I think the Jaguars can't get any worse. And so I think it's it, – I personally think it's a good hire. Um, I, I, don't, I mean, I don't expect the Jaguars to like win the championship next year, but you know, you can, you just got to find someone that can um, get a group of guys that are just struggling mentally to, uh, you know, win games to uh, believe in themselves and uh, believe in the team. I think urban would be a good fit. What do you think? Yeah, honestly, I mean, not saying urban wouldn't be a good fit, but if I'm Urban Meyer, am I not interested in any of the other jobs that are open around the NFL? I mean, uh, like you said, the Jacks can't really get much worse. And so it's just interesting to me that he doesn't want to look at maybe the Eagles or the Chargers or uh, the Jets aren't much better. But maybe uh, the Texans. But I guess... Uh, Urban Meyer will potentially have Trevor Lawrence to come in, and he could be a franchise uh, changer. So it'll be interesting, his first NFL gig. Uh, obviously, he's had a lot of success everywhere he's went in college uh, with championships at both Florida and then at Ohio State. So, I mean, uh, we'll see. But I'm just surprised. To me, the most uh, tempting job – in the NFL is definitely the Los Angeles Chargers with the talent they have on offense. Uh, with Justin Herbert, you got uh, Keenan Allen and some other weapons there uh, around Herbert that they have to, you know, their offense was really successful in the second half of the season once Herbert started against my Saints, I must say, is when he broke the seal. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so any closing thoughts, Sam? Yeah, uh, you know, I was going to say, uh, 
some comments towards the uh, the Harden um, Rockets, you know, conversation. I, in a perfect world, I think it would be awesome to have playoff implications for both the Nets and Rockets. Like winner gets into the playoffs last game of the season. I think that'd just be fun. I, I, I would highly, I get if it came down to that game, winner gets in. I would put I would put a lot of uh, you know, I would put, I would, I would pick Houston. I mean, I really, I mean, new coach, young team that would play team ball, I believe. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll be dead last. I'm not, I mean, I still like, like I said earlier, I expect the Rockets to finish last, not so much of this hard and killing the team, but just, you know, what a young experience of being in the West. And so, um, but in a perfect world, it would be a lot of fun to see that game come down to like the, the, um, you know, the like playoff, get into the playoffs, kind of like uh, Westbrook versus the Thunder last year and how it was Paul versus Westbrook, the two teams that they used to play on. So who knows? We'll see. But uh, no, I, I hope uh, I hope the NBA, you know, continues playing. Um, I hope uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the players that, you know, currently have COVID, not only in basketball, but in all of the other sports and, Hopefully uh, everyone stays safe where we can keep playing and uh, hopefully your Phoenix Suns are able to play again soon. And hopefully the Raptors learn how to play. And, uh, and yeah. Uh, what are your, do you have any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts are my Phoenix Suns need to need to get some games going, man. We lose to the wizards and then like three games in a row canceled. My heart is broken over here. Um, other thoughts. I hope my Saints uh, get a win this this weekend. Uh, going against the Bucks, it's Breeze versus Brady, round three this season. Hopefully, Breeze gets the better for the third time. So we'll see. We shall see. Well, thanks for jumping on today, Sam. To all our listeners out there, I hope you all have a good day and uh, go Suns, go Raptors. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs>